Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. How are you? How did you sleep last night? Horrible. Why? Again? Yeah. It's just as a part of my personality at this point. I don't know. Is it different because David is right there now? Is that Has that made any change, any Honestly, difference? Honestly, no. Because, I mean, he's been right there before. Like, when he's come and stayed for three months at a time, and it never made any difference. Just think it's part of hormones of being a woman, can't sleep half the time. It just is what it is. That's the thing that I don't understand. The hormones. And Oh, uh, we don't have time. <laughs> I can't teach you it well, in the amount of time I would need to. My wife says the exact same thing. Yeah. She talks a lot about her hormones. Um, and I really have not put in the effort to understand exactly what she's going through. Maybe I should. Because Here's what I'll tell you. You're going through the same thing. There's four different hormone phases yes. that you can be in, and there are certain phases that cause you to sleep worse. And I don't know if I'm in the phase. I just say that I am to yeah. make myself feel a little bit better because I'm not sleeping. And I should say my wife is probably not in the same phase as you, probably in a... An advanced stage. I don't because know. she's older. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Just depends. So I don't know if you would be jealous or not of this woman. She lives in the UK. She's 24 years old. Her name is Bella. And she has gone public because she has an extremely rare medical condition. And it's called sleeping beauty syndrome. Sounds right up my alley. You would like to have this? Yeah. So this syndrome, and it really is a medical thing. It causes her to sometimes sleep up to two weeks at a time. Okay, that's too far. That's too far. How do you live? She could sleep 20 hours at one time. So, again, this medical condition is called the Klein-Levin syndrome or or KLS. Doctors aren't sure what causes it. And Bella, I mean, it's she is a nurse. So she is employed. It has a job, but it really affects her personal life. The only way that she can snap out of it, she says, is by staying up all night. And she says sometimes she has to do that and she prefers to do that because otherwise if she falls asleep, she doesn't know when she's going to wake up again. Yeah, what the heck? That is so wild. Wouldn't she get hungry and wake up? You can't not <laughs> eat for two weeks. I don't know. I don't know. Do you ever wake up from, have you ever woken up from hunger? Yeah. I don't think I've, I don't think hunger pain. What do you call them? Pangs? Hunger. Pangs. I don't think hunger pangs. Yeah, pangs. Is it hunger pains or hunger pangs? What's, I don't think I've What's a, a pang? I don't know. I think You it, just made that up. I it's don't a think I did. Pain. I'm I'm Googling quickly pang. I'm pretty sure that's a word. <laughs> I don't think it is. Hunger pang. A sudden pang is a sudden sharp or painful emotion. What the heck? I've never heard of that word before in my life. Like if someone experienced a sharp uh, a sharp pang of guilt. But yeah, a hunger pang. I, I've never woken up because I was hungry. And <laughs> oh, wanted, I do all the time. Wanted to get a sandwich. Yep, all the time.
All right. Sleeping beauty syndrome. Two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. She says she's lost almost a year of her life now. She missed her 19th birthday. Oh, my gosh. She missed being a bridesmaid at a friend's wedding. Now, can you imagine? No. How is that for an excuse to get out of being in your wedding? Seriously. Oh, sorry, Morgan. I fell asleep. I would be like, (laughs) what? You what? It's a real thing. It's KLS. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Klein Levin syndrome. They make your day, they make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to the Q Morning Show. Q104. I could dance, I could dance, I could dance. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. Someone texted into the show. That was the mannequin challenge. The mannequin challenge. We were doing that back in 2016. So yeah, it was. We should, we should actually make a mannequin challenge video now. <laughs> Be like, hey, we're just catching up to the challenges. Yeah. You guys know this one. Here's a, <laughs> here's our mannequin challenge. All right, all things entertainment right now. Morgan has a Hollywood dirt sheet. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner potentially have a child custody arrangement. So Joe spent time with their two daughters in New York City and then later handed them off to Sophie, who's staying at Taylor Swift's uh, New York City apartment. The public handoff hints at a possible custody arrangement between the two, according to TMZ. Despite their ongoing divorce mediation, both are apparently leaning towards a joint custody agreement which would be in line with their prenuptial agreement. Uh, details of the custody agreement have not been confirmed yet, however. Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid seen spending more time together in New York City. Uh, they've been photographed together twice in three days. The first time was leaving a cozy dinner in the West Village in New York City, and the second was a snap of the actor and model driving off together. While... The Cooper Hadids is still wrapped in a bit of mystery. Uh, he has a daughter with model Arena Shake. She has a daughter with actor, singer Zayn Malik. I don't know why. I just, I don't care about Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid. I don't. Mm. I don't know what it is about this celebrity couple, because normally I'm into it. Because everything pales in comparison to Taylor and Travis? Probably. Probably. We've been ruined. Yeah. Britney Spears posts and deletes another video dancing with a bandaged finger. So Britney Spears fans, uh, or has fans concerned again after posting and then deleting another dance video where she's wearing a bandage. Many of her followers have been on high alert ever since her infamous knife dance, which she followed up with a video of her dancing with a wound and another bandage on her finger. So the video was quickly taken down and replaced with another video without a bandage. Uh, Some of her online followers spotted the injury from the initial post, which reignited their concern. As we've previously told you, the LAPD went to check on her last time this happened, but a member of her security team reportedly told them that Brittany was fine and didn't want to talk to them. Brittany should do her next video wearing a neck brace. Really freak, yeah, just freak people out. Like, exactly. what is happening over there? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's one way to. I mean, her book comes out the twenty fourth, so we were we've been we've been on a publicity conspiracy theory train lately here on the show. So maybe this is another publicity conspiracy yeah. theory for her book to come out soon. Brittany's doing a very weird marketing tour right now. <laughs> Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is always up online at q 104com You can get it there and on the free Odyssey app. Real life, real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show.
90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Today is a prime day. It is. You knew this. I did know this, yes. Are you kidding me? In my household, David is a prime addict. This should be a national holiday. So this is a big deal. Yes. Here's why I ask. Because a lot of times I will let things come to me. Instead of me going out and searching for things, I let things come to me. So if I hear about them organically, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, people are talking about this. This is a big deal. I have not heard word one about yeah. Prime Day today. I know. I haven't really either. And I think just me, my own personal experience, anytime I'm shopping on Amazon Prime, I'm always looking for the cheapest stuff anyways. So it's like the sale isn't really doing anything for me because I'm always looking for the cheapest thing to buy anyways. I'm looking at, uh, so I've had to go search this out to try to see what some of the big deals are. And from what I'm reading, Dyson vacuums, air purifiers, heaters are marked down. For Amazon Prime Big Deals Day, which is today and tomorrow. Now, I do have some things that are on, like, my wedding registry that are on sale today, but I'm not supposed to buy those for myself, am I? Why not? Because that's what you get at your bridal shower. Look, man, if you want it, (laughs) buy it. Go get it. Don't Don't wait. wait for somebody else to buy it for you. My wife is texting me this morning. She's fired up about Amazon, but in a different way. She mad? Uh, well, she, her first text to me this morning, did you open an Amazon package yesterday? (laughs) I said, no, No. I put two packages that we received on the dining room table. And then she texted back. One was open and flat and both boys say they didn't open it. Someone's lying. I can't find it in the house. And now I have to tell Amazon I received an empty and open package. And I texted back. What was it supposed to be? She said lotion for keratosis polaris. What's that? I don't know what that is. (laughs) Okay. And then I texted her back, do you care that today is Prime Day? And then she texts back, I'm going to look at wise cameras. So she's looking for a security camera for the house. But then she's she's not. (laughs) What? What? So so my wife texted me back. She's not letting the, the lotion go away. She's not letting that go. She texted me. What exactly it was. Bliss Body Butter Texture Takedown Skin Smoothing Lotion. What a long name. Keratosis Polaris. She sent me the whole link to it. And she's like, you didn't see this anywhere in the house yesterday. (laughs) She needs it. Look, man. I wouldn't recognize that if that was. Right. (laughs) If that was right. Greeting me at the front door. Yeah, On your nightstand. I would not recognize Bliss Body Butter Texture (laughs) Lotion. But the reason why I just laughed is because I just got a text from my eight year old Drew Uh who has the uh, he has the the sync up watch. He's like, did you steal the lotion? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Inspector Gadget, who's going to. Solve the case here. Who's going to crack the code? It's got to be. It's chaos at my house right now. <laughs> All over that butter lotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm here. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. So we've talked a lot about how Morgan and I have rented out a movie theater to watch Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, when it 
finally arrives in theaters on Friday. So I think we can tell you right now the first way we're going to give away the first pair of movie passes. It's going to be this Friday morning. Yes. Friday the 13th. (laughs) Taylor Day. There's going to be a Taylor takeover on Q104 on Friday morning. We're going to play 13 Taylor Swift songs in a row starting at 7 a.m. And after we finish playing the 13th song, that's when you call and be caller 13. Yes. And you will win the first pair of movie passes inside our theater for our special screening of Taylor Swift, The Heiress Tour. going to be great. I cannot wait. So that is uh, coming up on Friday morning. But let's get to you. Mm -hmm. Because I know you're a detail-oriented person. I am. And you've gone through a lot with getting David his visa papers and and staying on top of everything you need to do to Mm -hmm. comply with the U.S. government so you guys can get married legally next week. Mm -hmm. But what... Very large item did you forget mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in putting together the wedding planning? Oh, you know, just forgot that we need a marriage license. <laughs> Casually left that detail off the docket of things to do. Get a marriage license, you know, kind of important, a little bit important. And when now we're realized, stressed. When you realized that, I mean, what was your what was your feeling? Like what what went through your mind when you're like, <gasps> Probably should do that is like my first, you know, thing. But also at first I wasn't panicking because I, I heard from multiple people that like you could get it same day. And I don't know why I, I just immediately thought of you and I was like, yeah, well, Bill got his the same day when he went to Vegas. It's got to be the same everywhere, right? (laughs) Right. It's not the same everywhere. I don't know if we're going to get our. Marriage license in time. I mean, when we figured this out that, you know, we hadn't got it and that we needed it and that we needed to actually schedule an appointment, the only date that they had available or the soonest date was tomorrow at 1130. So we're going to go tomorrow at 1130, whether they give it to us there on the spot or whether they're like, we'll mail it to you in a couple of days. I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea because I've only had to get one marriage license in my life. And it was in Vegas. Yeah, you just go right to the place and yeah, they just gave it to me. I know. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we should have done that instead. <laughs> the, After all. Telling you, if everybody would just follow my lead. I know. If I every, know. Just use me as an example. Your life would be so much easier. So keep me in your T's and P's tomorrow that I get my marriage license. <laughs> I will because everything else is set. Yeah. The wedding day is a week from Friday. Yep. Everything else is in place. The wedding license. Minor detail. Crucial thing. All right. Good luck to you. <laughs> Keep us posted on that. Thank you. Cleveland Confessional on the way this morning. So it's Tasha. She just started dating a guy. And she might call it off. She might end the whole thing after three weeks. Find out why next on the Cleveland Confessional. It's Q104. is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it could be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. It is a very specific kind of Cleveland confessional this morning. It's a relationship confessional. We're going to Ohio City to talk to Tasha. Tasha, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tasha. Go ahead with your confession. 
Okay, I want to confess that my new man has a couple of red flags, but I, I've been ignoring most of them. A couple. <laughs> More than one sounds bad in a new relationship, right? especially. How new is new? New, three weeks. Okay, yeah. So very, very new. All right. Let's go over these red flags then, Tasha. <laughs> one by one. Yeah, right? When you say a few, I hope you don't mean like 12. <laughs> No, just a few, just a couple. Okay. No, not too much. <laughs> All right, what's the first one? Um, okay, for one, I don't love his social media activity. He follows, like, hundreds of, like, fitness influencers and, like, OnlyFan models, you know, all the girls. And I was snooping, and every picture that he likes is, like, risque, and he comments under a lot of them. Okay, so when you say fitness influencers, are there any male fitness influencers or are they influencers? What's an influencer? What did I say? Influencer. Influencer. Yeah, no, an influencer. Bill is an influencer. Influenza. Thing. Uh, a fitness influencer. So are they mostly female or are they all female? They're all females. All oh, women. No, and then OnlyFans is definitely a yeah. red flag. What type of stuff is he commenting on these pictures? Like dumb stuff, like the fire emoji, fight oh. emoji, kissy faces. No. <gasps> so obviously that's a red flag to you. Of course. Like it makes me feel uncomfortable. I've been like, you know, ignoring it, suppressing it because like it's only been a couple weeks. Like right. I said, I want to like, you know, scare him off or let him know that I'm stalking him or anything. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just want someone who's going to be faithful, you know? Okay, and you think that by following OnlyFans models, following fitness influencers that are female and looking hot and sexy, you think that is a gateway to cheating? I mean, like, I think that it says that he has a wandering eye. Like, my second red flag would be that, like, when we go out, if we encounter other females, he's very flirtatious. <laughs> Always? That's, that seems like a red flag, yeah. Yeah, like waitresses, bartenders, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think he means to do it, but, like, he's a natural flirt. And, like, that kind of attracted me to him in the first place. But, like, you can't flirt with other women in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think this is easy. What do you think, Morgan? I actually think it's more complicated than you think. I don't like the fact that he follows the OnlyFans models. I mean, the fitness influencers are... The fitness, why do I have trouble saying this? <laughs> no, yeah. The fitness influencers are one thing. The OnlyFans models, I mean, why? Yeah. Why? And then, you know why. And then you haven't met them in person, so why are you commenting? Like, why are you sending emojis? Like, yeah. a like, I would never send a fire emoji to someone who I don't actually know in person. I don't think I would do it in the first place at all. But sometimes I do feel like single guys act differently. I mean, then they would in a relationship, right? Not every guy is going to act the exact same in a relationship and while he's single. Sure, but he's a guy that wants to be in a relationship. So I think that but if But how you, do you know this guy doesn't want to be in a relationship? It's only been three weeks. Well, then what, what's he doing messing around with Tasha in the first place? They're dating. They're casually dating. Who knows where it will be in another three weeks? Right, but if you're dating Tasha, you should be on your best behavior and you you shouldn't be flirting with waitresses and bartenders when you're out. Okay, I do see them as red flags, but I do, Tasha, also think it's just too soon to like completely throw in the towel. It's only been three weeks. Is he supposed to just act like a married man after three weeks? 
but like if he flirts with a woman in front of me, what does he do when I'm not there? Yeah, exactly. But how do you know that it is? Is it innocent? Is he just a flirt by nature? Back in the day, my people took my personality as being flirty, even though I had no, I didn't mean it. I was just. I'm bubbly, I'm loud, I'm outgoing, and guys would take that the wrong way. How do you not know that that isn't just this guy's personality? I guess I don't, but I don't know. I do know. It's time to break up. Break up today, as a matter of fact. In fact, let's do it next. Let's call no, him next. No, no, no. We need more opinions, please. 216-474-0104. Too many red flags, I say. I'd say it's too early. Tasha is dating a flirt. What does she do next? 216-474-0104. The Cleveland Confessional, Q104. I only talk to God when I need a favor. Amen. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Cleveland Confessional is going on. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we just spoke with Tasha, and she just started dating this guy. It's only been like three weeks And she's already noticing red flags after three weeks. And I think they're pretty significant red flags. One of them is he she's monitoring what he's doing on his social media. So she I I don't think he is aware of that, but she's looking to see what he's doing. And she's noticed that this guy follows a lot of fitness influencers Mm -hmm. only fans models and is trying to interact with them, Like, like commenting things on it. And putting fire emojis, which makes me think that, okay, if he's doing that, is he also sending them, sending these models DMs, private DMs? Maybe. And then Tasha thinks he's a little flirty when they go out, which to me is kind of bizarre. It's like, because that's when in the first couple of dates, that's when you've got to be on your best behavior. You know, it's. You've got to put your best foot forward there. I do, though, think sometimes that just being an extrovert is misinterpreted as being flirty. As someone who has been accused of that in the past, I guess I have a a soft spot for it. That is a fair point. Uh, Let's get back to that in a second, though. Megan in North Olmsted is joining us. Megan, good morning. Good morning. What do you think here? Are you hearing too many red flags on Tasha's part as well? Yeah, there's way too many red flags. It's not worth it. You can find someone better that doesn't have red flags in the beginning. Yeah. What do you think about what Morgan is saying about just being, just having, being a flirt, being your personality? I get it. But I mean, if you're seeing red flags on social media that he doesn't know that you're, that you're seeing, then it's just not worth it. I mean, he can be coming off as flirty in public, but if you're doing this on social media, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I I agree with, uh, with what Megan is saying there. I think there's a very important little nuance to the situation, and I I didn't ask her, and I feel like we should have, is have they defined the relationship? Are they just casually seeing each other, or are they actually locked down as boyfriend and girlfriend? Because to me, that changes the whole scenario. If they're boyfriend and girlfriend, should not be happening. If they're just casually dating and getting to know each other, it's like, in three weeks, how many dates can you go on? Two? Three? Maybe? Should this guy act like a husband after three weeks of dates? I don't think he needs to act like a husband. And I understand your point about DTRing, determining the relationship. But at the same time, you're on a job interview. (laughs) The first couple of dates. Yeah. And he's not going to get offered the job. Right. If you don't 
put your best foot forward and be on your best behavior in those first couple of dates. And already he's failing after three weeks with his social, what he's doing on social media and how he's acting out in public in front of waitresses and bartenders. Tasha's examples. He's just being a little too flirty. I would say the end all be all is if Tasha can somehow read his DMs, find out what's going on in the DMs, girl, and that'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> I uh, mean, really? Let's see if the text will push us over here. Uh, I see a text. Run, girl, run. He's trouble. Uh, too many red flags. Dump him. Being um, disrespectful. Yeah, there's nobody. Nobody's saying stick it out, which besides me. And I'm not really even saying to stick it out because if you have, you should follow your intuition. I feel like a woman's intuition is always right. Mm. I guess it's just a sore subject for me as someone who was always accused of flirt. You're you flirt with everybody. I'm like, no, I don't. I have no interest in these people. I just like to laugh and have fun. And I'm a touchy person. Who's who's, who has accused you of being too flirty? My mom used oh. to tell me all the time. She's like, you're too flirty with these boys. I'm like, I don't like these boys. Well, your mom's looking out for you because she doesn't want you to get into any trouble, yeah, right? I guess so. I'm sorry, Miss Wright. I know, right? I am for real. It goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. Morgan and Bill, it's the Q Morning Show. Battle of the Burbs on the way in about 10 minutes. All things entertainment right now. Let's get to Morgan in a Hollywood dirt sheet. Speaking of flirts, Tom Sandoval was seen dancing with a new mystery woman in a Nashville bar. Vanderpump Rules star Tom Sandoval was spotted dancing with a brunette at Dirk's Bentley's Whiskey Row in Nashville. The mystery woman reportedly seemed hesitant at first, but the two became more involved as the night went on. That sounds about right. She was hesitant because Tom Sandoval's a walking red flag. Yeah, like, pretty much. That should be his Halloween costume. Just wear a red flag over yourself. Uh, witnesses for TMZ mentioned that the two eventually left the bar together, although their final destination remains unconfirmed. The Writers Guild of America has officially ratified a new contract ending one of Hollywood's longest strikes at 148 days. Key provisions of the new contract include bonuses for top performing shows on streaming platforms, staffing minimums for writers rooms and a new wage tier for writer producers. The contract is effective from September 25th, 2023 through May 1st of 2026. And Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner potentially have a child custody arrangement. Joe spent time with their two daughters in New York City and later handed them off to Sophie, who is currently staying at Taylor Swift's New York City apartment. The public handoff hints at a possible custody agreement between the two, according to TMZ. Despite their ongoing divorce mediation, both are apparently leaning towards a joint custody agreement, which would be in line with their prenuptial agreement. Details of a custody agreement have not yet been confirmed. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is always up for you online. You can get it at Q104.com there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life. Real Cleveland. Awesome way to wake up. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Ready to go. Morgan, let's meet our contestants this morning. Let's do it. First up, the city of Stowe, it's Katie. Katie, good morning. Welcome in. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm lovely. Let's meet your challenger from Columbia Station. It's Natasha. Natasha, good morning. Good morning. All right, ladies. It's a best of five question challenge. Your name is your buzzer. Question number one. David Beckham is married to which Spice Girl? Natasha. Natasha? Uh, Posh Spice. That is correct. Question number two. What popular social media platform was launched in 2004 by Mark Zuckerberg and his colleague? I heard Natasha by a hair. Me too. Facebook. Facebook is correct. Okay, Katie, you have to get this question right to stay alive in the game. Natasha, if you answer this question correct, you will win. Question number three. Name one Dancing with the Stars judge. Ooh, time buzzer. Uh, so, Katie, you're still alive in the game, but you do have to get this next question correct. If or correct, I don't right. know what that word is. <laughs> correct. If nobody gets it, or if Natasha gets it, game over. Question number four: What iconic portable gaming device was released by Nintendo in 1989, but gained immense popularity in the 1990s? Natasha. Natasha? The Game Boy. Wow. That's impressive. That's two days in a row. 3-0 sweep. Clean sweep. Nice. Natasha, I have a question. Yes. Did you watch the David Beckham documentary? No, I just like the Spice Girls. <laughs> Dave, my fiance David is making me watch it because he's obsessed with David Beckham. But I too was only watching it because I like the Spice Girls. So you should watch it. It's a great documentary. How many episodes? Four. Did you make it all the way through yet? We have one more episode. There you go. It's very good, Bill. You would like it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Congratulations, Natasha. Thank you. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. Great to have you here. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Serena is listening in Willowick. Serena, good morning. Good morning. What's going on? I have a question. So my son is nine, and I heard you mention that your son has a phone, too, and he's about 10. So what kind of phone do you recommend for kids just in your experience? I was thinking iPhone just so I can track it, but I've heard good about the Bark phone because it's safer for, you know, security and all that for them. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me tell you what we did, Serena. So we started off with my oldest son, Will, and okay. we gave him a sync-up watch. And I know T-Mobile offers it. I'm, I'm pretty sure other carriers offer it as well. Um, okay. So it's a watch that they wear, and it's pretty much like a phone. It, it does make calls. You can call the, the watch. Uh, the, wa- the watch will call out. 
Uh, and then okay. you control the numbers that are in there. So, oh, nice. So, for instance, my son couldn't just call or text his friends randomly. We had to approve what numbers he could he could call or text. Okay. And then yeah. it has the tracking feature on it, mm-hmm. which uh, we were able to uh, basically see wherever he is when he's wearing the watch. Uh, okay. So, so that worked out for Will. And then we, when Will turned 12, we got him an iPhone. Um, okay. And we were going to wait until 13, but we realized that a lot of his friends had group texts going on. And uh-huh. his baseball team and his basketball team, they would all group text each other. And he was missing out on that. So we, decide, and we just decided Will and his personality and the fact that his, his grades were in a certain place, we, we felt like he was responsible enough to have an iPhone. So that's what he has. And we gave the, the sync-up watch to Drew, who is okay. eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is working pretty well, except uh, we did receive an email from the teacher who, who said, please don't let Drew wear the watch oh, to gosh, school anymore. too distracting. <laughs> yeah, it's not because the watch is illegal to have at school. It's because just Drew is fiddling with it right, all day long. Right, and right, right. So, so yeah, so Drew has the sync-up watch, but I highly recommend the sync-up watch. Okay. So I've, never, I've never heard of the Bark phone. Okay, I heard about it on TikTok from the security guy who does, um, he helps parents with like just keeping their kids safe and just giving them ideas. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never heard of the Bark phone. I can't speak intelligently about it. Okay. But I would look into the sync up watch. Okay, perfect. Th- Thank thanks, you so Serena. Much. Thanks for listening this morning. Ellie has the, your, your niece Ellie has the sync up watch, right? She has some type of device. Yeah, I'm not sure the details of it, but it is a watch. I'm not sure if it's the same brand, but I would assume so. Yeah. Um, speaking of Drew, he he asked me for something yesterday that I'm. <laughs> there's absolutely no way I can let him have it. He wants to download Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. On the Xbox, I can't let him do this. Why? Because that video game is filled with curse words. Oh yeah. Filled with, cur- I mean, everybody on that video game is swearing. Isn't it also kind of like risque? Aren't there some inappropriate things on there? Probably. For like a child? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't know because I'm not really a gamer. I would have to do my own little independent research into Grand Theft Auto. Right. But Who has the time? Right. So I, I don't think that I can let him have Grand Theft Auto. But last night, I mean, this kid, he's trying to convince, he's going to be a lawyer. He is going to be a lawyer someday. He's That's trying good to, for you, right? <laughs> he's trying to convince me of why I should let him have Grand Theft Auto. And he's like, Dad. He's like, these are words that I've heard before. Right, on the school bus probably every day. Well, here's what he said. He's like, I said, where, where do you hear these words all the time? And he's like, when you and mom talk to each <laughs> other. <laughs> Turning it around on you. What do you say? You can't deny it. Guilty, Your Honor. <laughs> Guilty. That's funny. Uh, so that's why we want to get into your favorite non-cuss word. That's actually a cuss word. Right. It's a little substitute. We also need them for radio edits. Yeah. I need to probably take a lot of notes <laughs> coming up. It's the Q Morning Show. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. We're getting into... Your favorite non-cuss word that's really a cuss word. You really mean it as a cuss word because I 
I have to admit, I do swear a little too much, especially in front of my kids. Yeah. The best modern day example that I can come up with is kind of like Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. Like I just, I just let it fly. <laughs> And my mother would be embarrassed. Well, then you can't be upset at your kids either when they start doing it because they are learning it straight from you. You are 100% right, Morgan. And uh, and really, I don't. <laughs> because, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's my fault. I'm right, a bad example. Right. My vernacular needs to be improved. It's the opposite growing up in a pastor's household. Yeah, how did you get away with it? Like, what do you do? We didn't. We ever? didn't get away with anything. Do you remember? Have you ever said a bad word in front of your mom and dad? I, not in front of them. I ever? Rem- no. I remember one time... Um, I, I was always telling on myself as a child. I had such bad guilt complexes. I remember there was one time where I said a bad word on the bus. And I didn't just say a bad word. I said the bad word on the bus, right? And so... The F word? Yeah. Okay. And so I got off the bus. I had to have been like 10. I got off the bus. And for some reason, me and my dad went to the grocery store. And I was walking like... 10 feet behind him the whole time with my head just hung low. And he's like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) And I was like, I can't tell you, Dad. And he's like, did something happen? Are you okay? And this went on for like an hour. I would just, I just hung my head and wouldn't (laughs) tell him. And finally, the guilt was eating me alive. By the time we pulled into the driveway, I was like, I said it. I said it. My dad's like, what? What did you say? He's like, the F word, Dad. I said it. (laughs) And he was like, well, at least you told me. It's okay. Don't say it again. But at a very young age, my sister and I had to come up with a different vernacular if we wanted to, you know, get out our frustration with language. What did you end up using? What the Nelson? What the Nelson? We say that all to this day. Like, what the Nelson? Now, what is the origin of that? What's, where does Nelson come from? Do you no know? idea. You just like saying Nelson? <laughs> yeah, just stuck one day. I think it's funny that you narked on yourself. I did. To a pastor. Oh, yeah. I had such ba- I I couldn't get away with anything because I would always tell on myself. Now, for me, growing up Catholic, in the Catholic Church, you're supposed to confess those things to the priest. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to confession and say, I one of my conf- sins is I used a bad word. Okay. And then eventually I just stopped doing that and just went on using them full time. Right. <laughs> so, I'd, What do you use on the radio instead of cussing? Do you ever have to like censor yourself? Like you feel like you're about to say something that you know would get you fired? Well, on Mondays we use bleephole. Right. True. It's, yeah. Um, no, I've, I haven't, I haven't done it in all my years. I've never said a bad word on the radio. I think it's happened where someone didn't know they were live on the radio and someone that I've worked with has done it, but I've, I've never done it. In fact, I've always kind of like when you, when you open up the studio door, I've always kind of like, you don't really say bad words in here. Yeah. And I've pretty much kept to that rule. Yeah. Like, I think that I'm just in the habit of not using bad words when, when I'm in the studio, that way it, it can't go out over the air. Um, I don't know. Like, what word would I use? Like I said, I, I use I use the bad words freely. I do like using H-E double hockey sticks. Okay. But I use that ironically. <laughs> you mean like you say H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, I use, but I don't really say that when I'm really mad. Okay. Sometimes you know, I'll say biscuits. Like, I'm biscuits. Or I'll call somebody a biscuit. Like and when it's you're, not necessarily a good thing. Like when you're really, really mad? Yeah. Because I'm thinking of of a teacher that I had. Again, Catholic school, and so he would not use 
the Lord's name in vain. Okay. So he, he would not say Jesus Christ, but he, when he was mad, he would be like, Jiminy Christmas! <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say cheese and rice. I feel like oh, that's I've, a popular one. I've heard that one before, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheese and rice! Yeah. Well, he was the football coach, so he would <laughs> he would yell a lot. Right. Jiminy Christmas! <laughs> All right. So 216-474-0104. What is your favorite non-cuss word that's really a cuss word? Yeah. Bill needs some help so he can stop cussing around his kids. I like cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. But I'll take other suggestions. 216-474-0104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and I rented out an entire theater to watch the Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie when it arrives in theaters on Friday. We're going to start giving away our movie passes on Friday because our showing isn't going to be on Friday. It's going to be, I think, the following week. Uh, but this Friday, it's going to be the Taylor Takeover on Q104, starting at 7 in the morning. We're going to play 13 Taylor Swift songs in a row. And after we finish the 13th song, that's when you call up. You'll be the first one inside our theater for the Taylor Swift movie when it's time to show it. So that is coming up. Right now, we're talking about your favorite non-curse word. The word that you've adopted that you use when you're really, really mad. You don't want to say the curse word in yeah. front of someone. We're trying to get Bill to stop cussing around his children. Yeah, I need to. Uh, Kristen and Lorraine. Kristen, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What's your favorite non-curse word, curse word? So instead of saying, you know, like, God dang it, we uh, we in our house, we say, doggone it. And um, my, my kids, they, they've come accustomed to that <laughs> as well. So hopefully instead of, you know, saying bad words for for a while, they'll just doggone it whenever they're mad because it kind of fits for, you know, anything. But you say it when you're really <laughs> mad. You say doggone it when you're really, um, really mad. So when I'm really, really mad, absolutely not. Okay. I do try, though. I am trying because, like I said, I have four kids, you know, and they're young. They're, they're six and under. So they're at that age where they're, they're learning. And when they get frustrated, I've caught them saying, you know, a couple things. And I'm like, mm, maybe I need to change it up a little bit. Right. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that parent. But yeah, yeah, they have, they have got, gotten accustomed to that. Um, my son actually just said it last night. He dropped something and he's like, doggone it. And right. he's only three. Aww. So it was really cute. Yeah. That <laughs> so that's, cute. Just, that's just mine. <laughs> All right, Kristen. Thank you for listening this morning. Yeah, the, the juxtaposition of being really, really mad and then saying, doggone it. You know, again, it's, it's I would laugh. Like if someone said that in front of me, like if they're really mad and they say, doggone it, right. I would just start laughing. Dylan's in Chardon. Dylan, good morning. Good morning. What's your favorite non-cuss word that's, you really mean it as a cuss word? Mother trucker. Mother trucker. Oh, yeah, good. That, one, that one's still too close for comfort, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what'd you just say? Mother trucker. Mother trucker. trucker. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good one. And TR. again, if someone is mad, like if your mom is mad and she's yelling at you when you were a kid, and she's like, Mother trucker, I would just start <laughs> laughing. Because it's funny. As a kid, I don't think you would know any different, though. Now that you're an adult, of course, it's a little different, but. Uh, we have Kristen part two. Uh, Kristen, just make sure your radio's down here real quick, and we want to talk to you. Kristen's in Willoughby, Willoughby Hills. Hills. Kristen, good morning. Good morning. Tell us uh, the non-cuss words that you like to use. Um, so, like I said, my daughter's seven, and uh, 
she dropped something in the other day and picked it up after me and goes, you've got to be effing kidding me. And that, that's how I knew it was time to switch it up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a call from school saying, uh, your daughter said she was uh, peed off today. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> We picked up, um, there's a couple. We picked up, oh my word, uh, sweet niblets, biscuits, and um, the other one, mother trucker, because I know one time. Yeah. And I'm I'm in the country, so I was like, oh, mother trucker. Mother trucker's and, like, good. the most southern accent. So. Mother trucker's good, sweet, oh, sweet niblets. niblets. I, I like that one, too. Yeah. And I'm sorry about your daughter, who's yeah. apparently having a really rough time right now. That's like, cool. Life is stressful right now. Oh, gosh. Sweet niblets. <laughs> It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the clean version of that particular song? Yes. She's not saying forget you. No. She's not saying that at all. She means something completely different. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Hollywood dirt sheet. All things entertainment. Let's do it. Britney Spears posted and then deleted another video dancing with... Another bandage? So Britney Spears has fans concerned after posting and then deleting another dance video where she's wearing a bandage. Many of her followers have been on high alert since her infamous knife dance. You know, she was dancing around with those huge butcher knives. And then the next video, she had a huge bandage on her arm. And this time she had her whole entire finger wrapped up, looked like it was in a cast. So people obviously reacted to it and the video was taken down. And then replaced with another video, Sans Bandage. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I know this is serious because it's Britney and we're kind of wondering if she's harming herself, right? But at the same time, if this was me, if people were actually watching me dance on a video, like I would, I'd put my arm in a sling. She would do all the things. I'd put a... One of those fake arrows through my head. <laughs> oh my god. Bill's got an arrow. Someone shot Bill with an arrow. Oh my gosh. Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid have been spending more time together in New York City. Do we have a new Hollywood power couple in Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid? They've been photographed together twice in three days. The first time was leaving a dinner in West Village, and then the second was them driving together. Um More notable, I guess, relationships in their past. Bradley Cooper has a daughter with Arena Shake. Gigi Hadid has a daughter with Zayn Malik. I don't know. This is just one of those ones that I can't get into for whatever reason. It's because we're all focused on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. No one will even compare to those two. Everyone pales in comparison. And the Writers Guild of America has officially ratified a new contract, ending one of Hollywood's longest strikes at 148 days. Key provisions of the new contract include bonuses for top performing shows on streaming platforms, staffing minimums for writers' rooms, and a new wage tier for writer-producers. The contract is effective from September 25th of this past year and will go through May 1st of 2026. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is available online at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app.